What does love look like? I'm looking at it now. You look like love to me. And I was thinking of that as I drove in here this morning. Been thinking about this for quite a last couple of weeks, actually. But I was thinking, what does love look like? And as I drove into the parking lot, I noticed that it was clean. That's what love looks like. Then I worked my way into the building here, and I came in here, and I saw that the Lord's table was set up. Hmm. That looks like love to me. There are so many things that go on within the congregation that is a demonstration of love in action. Why are we here today? Wayne asked that question there a few weeks back. Why are you here today? The scripture tells us that God first loved us. We love God because God first loved us. It's a repaying of God's love that we are here this morning. And I could point to so many different things that goes on within the congregation that looks like love to me. The things that you do for the church look like love to me. And I trust that they look like love to God. We're told to love in word and deed in truth. It's easy for me to say I love you. It's a quite another thing to demonstrate that love towards you. God first loved us, and so we repay his love by doing the things we do. And I'm reminded too of what love looks like is an old man coming out to the services that can hardly walk. Very difficult to get around, and yet he has a desire to be with the church. I'm thinking of Dave Penner. As Dave grew older, he couldn't hardly get around, yet he had a desire to be here. And I think of Don Jeffkins. Always afraid Don Jeffkins was gonna fall over when he was walking. He had a, he had a desire in his heart to be with the church. That's what love looks like. I don't read in the scriptures the age of a person that we do, he doesn't have to assemble with the church anymore. I don't read that there. Some of us think it's when we become 80, we don't have to come out to worship anymore. We can stay at home. Well, you can stay at home, but it don't look like love to me. What does love look like? Like I mentioned, we don't often think of the small things around us that would look like love to us. First John 3 and 18, little children, let us not love in word and speech, but in action and truth. Little children, let us not love in word and speech, but in action and in truth. The New Living Translations put it this way. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other, but let us show the truth 
by our actions. I remember a preacher by the name of Mid McKnight that was here about 35 or 40 years ago. I don't know exactly when. And it's funny that some of the things that you remember in a sermon. He told in that sermon about a little boy and his mother. They lived in a house that was heated with coal back then, and the coal was kept in the basement. And this boy, one day, he took the coal pail and he went down into the basement, and he filled it up with as much coal as he could carry. And then he lugged it back upstairs to his mother. And he looked at his mom, and he said, Mom, I love you with all of my strength. I love you with all of my strength. A demonstration. He could say, Mom, I love you, but it's another thing to demonstrate it in action. I'd like to look at some of the events that I was involved with. Some things that looked like love to me in my life. When I was about 16 or 17, I don't remember exactly for sure, that's a long time ago. Dad and I were working in our grain bin on the farm. And in that grain bin, we had a crusher that crushed the grain and prepared it so that the animals could eat it. For some reason, the, the elevator on the crusher was broke. And Dad and I were in the process of trying to fix it. I was on one end of the elevator and he was on the other, on the other end and after we had fixed it, we were putting it back up so that it would auger the grain and dump it in a pile in this old granary. Things weren't going the way Dad thought they were, should be going. And as sometimes us dads start to holler at their kids when things aren't going the way they should be, Dad started yelling at me. I took it for a while and I still tried to do my job in the end of the elevator that I was supposed to be holding up. But after a while, I just dropped the elevator and I says, you do it yourself. I'm out of here. So I headed for the house, got cleaned up, and I says to mom, mom, will you take me to town? I'm leaving home. Mothers look like love to me. And so she took me to town. And I had bought a car off of Don Jeffkins for $50. And I still think that Don got the best of me on that deal. <laughs> because when I needed that car, wouldn't you know it, it was in town getting fixed. And so I, had I got to town and I had time to, to spend waiting for my car to be fixed and I was, I was going to go to Winnipeg when it was done. Don and Lel lived in Winnipeg then and I was, I was going to go in there. And I was walking around town 
putting in time waiting for my old jalopy to be fixed. And I come to, I was just walking across the corner where, oh, some of you old, old, old people will remember where Mr. Harrison's, Harris's clothes shop was. It was on, on the one corner. Across the street was Harry Malcolm's drugstore. Mayor Harris was the mayor of Carmen at that time, and Roy Dunbar and Margaret are a part of that family. But I was just crossing that, that corner, across the street, and a car drove up to, beside me. And the passenger door opened up, and Dad said, get in, son. So I didn't hesitate. I got in, and we went back home. But I'll tell you now, as I look back on that situation, that sure looks like love to me. Had I got that old car fixed and gone before that happened, I don't know where I would be today. You just don't know when things happen to you when that moment in time, but when that door opened up and I heard my dad say, get in, son. Those words, are, you know, they just cut to the quick for a, a young man. I love my dad. Don't get me wrong. I love my dad with all of my heart. Sure looks like love to me. What does love look like? It was a dad who could say to his son, I'm sorry. Sometimes that's hard to do. If he hadn't come looking for me, like I said, I don't know where I would be today. If a father had not come to town looking for his son, it would have been a difference in my life and in the lives of a lot of people here in town and in his congregation. That old car that I had holds a little bit of sentimental value to me because uh, Diane's uncle Frank asked me to take her home one day from church and I've been taking her home ever since. That looks like love to me. And that'll be 60 years this summer. What does love look like to you? Well, as I thought about this lesson, I knew that I would be looking at Luke 15, 11 to 32. I didn't know Rob was gonna read that for us this morning. And I appreciate the reading. I'd like to read it over again to you and you try to meditate on it and think of what love looks like. A man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. 
so he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. Now when he had spent everything, a famine, a severe famine occurred in the country, and he began to be impoverished. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into the field to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that, were, that the swine were eating, and no one was giving him anything to, anything to him. But when he came to his senses, he said, how many fathers hired men have more than enough bread, but I am dying here with hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am not no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. So he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his, but the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf, kill it, and let's eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found, and they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing, and he summoned one of the servants and began inquiring what these things could be. And he said to him, your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him home back safe and sound. But he became angry and was not willing to go in. And his father came out and began pleading with him. But he answered and said to him, look, for so many years I have been serving you and I have never neglected a commandment of yours, and yet you have never given me a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your wealth with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him? And he said to him, Son, you have always been with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and to rejoice for this brother of yours was dead and has become alive, and he was lost and has been found. Do you see in there what love looks like? Love looks like a father who had lost a son, like a father who looked down the road every morning to see if that son was returning. Sure must have been a, a happy day for that old man when he seen his boy coming home. 
sure looks like love to me. I was going to use my uh, my phone. Oh yeah, it's still here, huh? I've never used that before in anything in the congregation. And I'm going to lean on this here, here desk because my back hurts. The parable of the prodigal son is one of the most well-known stories of Jesus. It is more commonly referred to as a story of the prodigal son, though the word prodigal is not found in the scripture. To characterize the son as lost emphasizes that sinners are alienated from God. To characterize the son as a prodigal cast an emphasis on a wayward lifestyle. In truth, this particular parable has many points to bring out concerning the nature of man and God. The word prodigal may be defined as rashly or wasteful extravaganza. The son in this story exhibited this behavior with his handling of the share of his father's estate. Having prematurely gotten hold of his inheritance from the father, he squandered his wealth with, in wild living, then began to be in need. The natural state of ungenerated mankind is always toward lust and greed and extravagance of all kinds. Without God, we squander our resources and energies until we are void and empty. When the younger son found himself in this state, he re Now I lost my spot. When the younger son found himself in this state, he remained in the far country working in a contemptible job and willing to eat the food that he was feeding to the pigs, which were under his care. When we remain in a place of alienation from God, we descend into futility, darkness, and humiliation. The parable of the prodigal son indicates, however, that we, do not that we do have the opportunity to make a change. We do not have to stay in our hopelessness. We can come to ourselves or to our senses. The lost son re realized that his father's house, in his father's house there was substance for him, and he humbled himself, willing if necessary to be his father's servant and he started back home. This turning in our lives is the first indication of God's love for us. Even recognizing our sinful, hopeless state is initiated in us by God himself. It says, or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance, and patience not realizing that God's kindness leads us towards repentance, Romans 2 and 4. The parable of the prodigal son makes it obvious that God was at work, that he was able to see the younger son when he was still a long way off, 
means that the father was watching for his son, waiting for him, longing for him. The father runs to him, embraces him, loves him, and gives him gifts. He's he's seemingly oblivious to the fact that his son has disrespected him, acted outrageously, and lost everything. The father lavishes upon him, celebrates over him. This is a wonderful picture of the great love of God towards us. He seeks after us, reaches out to us. When we come to him, he washes away all of our evil deeds of the past, not holding them against us. You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins and our iniquities underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. Micah 7 and 19. This parable also shows the attitude of the self-righteous sinner. Pictured by the older son, he quarreled with his father that the younger son had messed up and yet the father had prepared for him the fatted calf because he considered himself better than the younger son. He could not share in the father's joy. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. The older son's hardness of heart made him unaware of the riches available to him in his father's house. This son complained that he had slaved all these years. He had no more love for the father than the younger son, nor did he avail himself of all the good things the father freely provided for him at all times. Both sin and self-righteousness separate us from God. We all require God's grace, his unearned, unmerited love for us. The father went out to the disgruntled older son. God is always, God is he who always comes looking for us. That's what love looks like, a father, a God looking for his children. What does love look like in action? I think I'll take, we can take a look at the greatest act of love that has ever been displayed. That is Jesus himself. Jesus left his home. He did not run away or leave home mad at his father. He came willfully. He took on the form of a man and was born just as you and I have been born. He grew up into a man who had done no wrong. He was a good son. 
but said, Why call me good? There is only one who is good, and that is my Father, who is in heaven. He always honored his Father. To me, that looks like love. Jesus being hurt by sinful men for nothing that he had done that was wrong. God is love. God looks like love. Jesus is love in action. On the cross during dying, he looks out and he sees his mother. Even with all the pain that he is enduring, he sees the one who raised him, loved him, and cared for him. And he makes sure that she is looked after in this life. He is dying to save her. He sure looks like love to me. He looks like the love of God in action. Thank you.